Good morning, beautiful people of the scent, and hello to our online viewers. Our topic for today is naturally divine. Now, the word divine is a synonym for the creator, and uh, so we could say naturally creative, and this is a good day to talk about that inside of us. And so I'd want to give a summary of what I think our teaching is here at the center. It's called the science of mind, and it goes something like this. There is a power for good in the universe, and it is greater than what I am and greater than what you are. Secondly, this is the power that creates and sustains everything out of itself, as you heard in the beautiful opening prayer by Jennifer. Thirdly, we exist within this power, and so we inherit its qualities, and so it turns out that we can use it or express it to improve our day-to-day experiences of our lives. And then the way to do that is to tune into the power and activate it in my life. And to do that, I use the spiritual practices that Reverend Russ mentioned earlier on. Contemplation, affirmative prayer, spiritual study, selfless service, and those practices that we call circulation, which include giving and receiving and asking and appreciating and forgiving, all of those wonderful ones. And I use those because they help me to become aware of this creative power in and around me, and more importantly, they help me to stay aware of them because my mind wanders. And staying aware, being aware of the creative power that is all around me and through me helps me become better at choosing my actions and and my words. I can now choose them with the intention to create more harmony and more connection and more innovation and more love. Now, one of the things I heard, the phrase that I heard in class when I took class a, a million to three years ago when I started taking them, that's funny, you should laugh. <laughs> One of the phrases I heard in class was this, the creative power of the universe works for us by working through us. And it was explained to me that this power works like a, like a, a natural law, like, well, it behaves like electricity does in a way. Like, you know, electricity flows through an appliance. I've got a new air fryer. I love it. Like, or a toaster. But only when I plug it in and switch it on, that's when the electricity can flow through the appliance to produce a result in my life. I never forgot that image. See, now both electricity and the creative power of the universe have something in common. They don't try to be or do anything other than what they are. Electricity isn't scheming, planning. Sorry, buddy, you pressed the wrong button. Electricity and the creative power isn't taunting, tempting, waiting for you to believe in the right thing. 
No, instead, it's just hanging out, being its creative self. And in that hanging out, being its creative self, is this field of infinite possible ways, this potential for endless applications and expressions that have not yet been done, seen, experienced before. And that is exactly where you and I come in. Something wants to be done and seen and created in this life that can only be done, seen, and created through you and me. We are not here to live somebody else's life. We are not here to duplicate somebody else's effort or to become like them. We're not here to blend in. Oh, no. We are here to create beauty and connection and meaning and love and relationships and art and poetry and joy and adventure and gardens and children and muffins and... Whatever it is that you are here to create. There's a story I tell often because it made such an impression on me about a nun. Uh, when I read this first in the Reader's Digest um, a long time ago about Sister Wendy Beckett perhaps you've heard of her, a kind of nerdy nun. And she lived in a trailer in uh, West Anglia in England. And um, she was the model of worldly renunciation and service up until the mid-1980s when through a series of internationally um, televised arts program. She became a beloved international figure commenting on art, um, an influencer <laughs> before the internet was even a thing. You know, before TikTok, before Instagram, she influenced people. And it looked like it happened overnight, but really it took Sister Wendy 41 years of teaching and interest and studying and solitude before the publicity that she didn't look for came to her. The big moment was in an art exhibition where uh, she was effusively, excitedly describing a piece of art to a friend of hers and the history of the art. And the British Broadcasting Corporation TV crew overheard her. And they said, can we film this? And they did, and they took and they showed it to the executives and the BBC. They could smell money. They went, oh my goodness, so they paid her to do it. They paid her a salary, and she took the salary, and she gave it to the nunnery. And as the article in the Reader's Digest says, she moved from nundom to stardom overnight, <laughs> fueled by the energy of her excitement. Now, here's why I love the story. I love it because it reminds me of how important it is for you and I to be ourselves. 
not scheming and planning and plotting and thinking and conniving, but just hanging out like electricity, being our naturally creative selves. Now, if you're one of those people who don't like the word or don't identify with the word creative, then think instead of the word engaged. It's so important for us to be engaged with whatever engages us. It's so important to allow ourselves to get excited by whatever is exciting to us, to make space for it, even if it's just a little bit at a time, to make space for that which has heart and meaning for ourselves. It's so important to find passion in life. And again, if that word passion is too extreme for you, I mean, after all, it means a barely controllable emotion or a very strong feeling. If that's too much, think instead of the action of a magnet drawing metal to it. And then perhaps you can ask, what draws me? What activity, what experience, what learning, what service, what, 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 what? Because there is something, and it's naturally in you, in each person, something that is exciting to you and engaging. Are you engaged in interesting things in your life? <laughs> Are you engaged in what interests you? Oh, it's important, you know. It's important to generate excitement about who we are and about what is in us and uh, excitement about what interests us, not only because we don't know if the British Broadcast Corporation is listening and not because of the fame that might come, because that's not the goal, but here's the reason why. Because that excitement in us generates a response from life. That excitement and engagement in us is what generates a response in life. That's how we switch the appliance on. Get engaged. To me, it's like life is waiting for me to get excited. And then it gets excited in response. It's called the reciprocal response, or in metaphysical terms, the law of reciprocity. Life is waiting for me, for you, to make the first move. Why? Well... I guess, to preserve my freedom, to preserve your freedom. Because love, which is the synonym for the divine, love is freedom. And absolute love is absolute freedom. And that's why, I think, the creative power of the universe waits for me to get absorbed in something. Waits for me to make that move, to take a step. Waits for me to get excited about something before the energy can flow. It's an act of love by the creator for its creation. It's like saying to me, Edward, 
You're alive. What will you do with it? And me, I say, I'll take a walk. And the creative energy says, well, I'll increase the oxygen in your blood. I say, I'll read some poetry. And it says, I'll increase the imagery in your mind. I say, I'll volunteer my time. It says, I'll increase your compassion. I say, I'll take a spiritual class. It says, I'll increase your confidence. I say, I'll, I'll reach out to a friend. It says, I'll increase your love. I say, I'll give to a charity. It says, I will increase your sense of abundance and connection. <sighs> I met a one-year-old puppy this week who has the same name as my dog, Quentin. Oh, and this little ball of fur, it's a shit, shiatsu, is that how you say it? Ah, oh, adorable. And apparently, this puppy really took to me, really liked me. I found out later he's like that with everyone. <laughs> but in that moment, his eyes were locked on me all the time. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because I want to do that too. What are you going to do? Because I'm going to love it too. I'm going to love what you love. What are you going to do? <laughs> and I kind of think of the creative power of the universe just like that. Eyes locked on you. Locked on me. What are you going to do? Ready to go in the direction I set with my engagement. What are you going to do? Because I'm going to love it too. Now, in our teaching, we also talk about this behavior of the creative energy by describing it as impersonal. Because that puppy is going to love everybody. It's not me. <laughs> it's humbling. It's got nothing to do with me. It's its nature. Like electricity, that's what it does. Just hanging out, being what it is. And so, it does not need to be praised. does not need to be begged or placated. It's like that air fryer I mentioned, just waiting to be switched on. There's even reference to this reciprocity or this idea in the Bible in Matthew where it says the divine makes the sun to shine on the good and the bad. It's not personal. Makes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. It's not personal. It just does what it does. And I like that. It's a reminder to me that it, it, it doesn't matter what I've done or what I've failed to do. It doesn't matter what history I'm bringing into the room and whether my dreams have failed or not yet started. It doesn't matter what I'm disappointed in or what disappointments I've caused. And it doesn't even matter if I, like the prodigal child, traveled off the rail to a distant land and squandered my youth and spent my fortunes. It doesn't matter. Not to the creative power of the universe, perhaps to people, perhaps to me, 
But the creative power of the universe is ready. As soon as I get interested in something, as soon as I get engaged in something good and creative, something loving and kind, something connecting, and it's right there. Oh, isn't it a wonderful thought to think that just the way that we are, with all the work that is left to be done, all the many, many things that we have to still change and improve on and forgive, that we can nevertheless start in a new direction today, no matter what. And if you know what that new direction is, hallelujah, get excited. And if you don't, and, and if you just are, are just feeling tired listening to this peppy message, <laughs> there's help. Right here at the center, the between service in-person prayer, the online Zoom prayer, your own spiritual practice, the daily devotional on Facebook and YouTube, all of our online meditations, the spirit walks with Reverend um, Russ, spiritual study classes made available. If you want to get into service, contact William, our facility manager. He'll put you to work. Spiritual circulation, give to a cause that inspires you. Give to the center. Get interested. Get engaged. And then watch how these things generate ideas, direction, inspiration, connection. Watch it. Be your own judge. You know, I don't mind telling you that I started those daily devotionals, which I do at 6 a.m., but they're available at any time. I started them because I needed to get interested again. I needed to get involved in my own spiritual practice again because I was feeling flat I was languishing. I was losing direction and vision. And it was immediately clear that it was a good choice. Because right away, life responded with an increase in lightness. I can report to you that I have more courage now to face the world. I have more love and more connection. I have more creativity. And where is it coming from? It's coming from wherever it was. Because it was always there. Like a puppy. <laughs> Do you hear that? It is wherever it is. Before I couldn't see it. But it was there. NPR had a feature, an article about light in the universe, telling how NASA researchers announced 
an unexpected discovery, evidence of light in deep space that has no explainable source. Now, the scientific method is is a little bit beyond me, beyond my understanding, but I just love the image, the metaphor. There is a light that just is. And it comes from wherever it is. I wonder if you and I could think of ourselves like that this week. Maybe we can speak to our deeper selves and say, there is a light within me that comes from an invisible source. I believe that about you, that you have something beautiful a beautiful ability that no one has no one else has I, I do honestly believe that you have something that money can't buy that you have a natural something that you didn't learn in school I do I believe that something wants to be done and seen and created in this lifetime by you and by me, through you and through me. And I want to say it again, like I said earlier on. We are not here to live somebody else's idea of life. We're not here to duplicate somebody else's effort. We're not here to blend in and slowly wither and disappear. No. We are here to create beauty, joy, connection, help, compassion, art, music, dance, poetry, gardens, family, muffins, <laughs> whatever it is that is in you. Hmm. You are naturally spiritual, divine.